Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Master Your Moment podcast. I am Baruti Moenda Mariamen, the host for this podcast. The Master Your Moment podcast is a weekly podcast, and it is dedicated to uplifting the human spirit and reminding or reconnecting each of us as this boundless and limitless universe's citizens of the limitless potential for greatness we possess, achieved as we reconnect with that understanding of who we really are, and consequently, what we are capable of. You know, I'd like to liken this show as a, hmm, a reminder of the hope that we have. So often we're going through things and situations that create a sense of hopelessness. My hope, my prayer, my desire for this podcast is that from it, its listeners will be truly empowered to operate in their highest self. Yeah, that's that's it right there. I want you to operate in your highest self, your highest version of yourself. Well, we are, of course, still in the month of October. And as I shared during our last podcast, this month celebrates or recognizes a number of really, really important things. But we are focused right now on emotional wellness. Yeah, emotional wellness. And last week, under this heading, I shared from the topic, Manage Those Emotions. There, what we did was we dug in on the importance of being emotionally well in an ever-changing world. I encourage you to take a listen to that uh, particular episode if you missed it. If you've heard it already, I appreciate that. Um, I also, as always, before I go into the current week's discussion, want to encourage you to not only listen to the podcast, but also to share the podcast. Share it. Subscribe to it. Remember, one idea, one concept literally can change your life, can change someone else's life. Someone facing a situation where they feel no hope might hear one thing in this podcast and maybe it's something that didn't even apply to you but for them it represents the one thing they needed to hear in order to get them to keep moving forward so please share the podcast this week I want to uh, share with you for just a few minutes in an area which very, very easily creates uh, emotional unrest, right? We're talking about emotional wellness. Well, this particular area 
creates emotional unrest. And that is in the area of expectations. Expectations. So the title of today's podcast is Inspecting Those Expectations. Uh, A number of my military friends, and one in particular, uh, introduced me to the term or to the phrase, inspect what you expect. And, you know, I'm sure that it has some very, very significant meanings attached to it for him and others where the military is concerned. And I, and I could even relate to a lot of that as he, as he discussed it with me. But so, you know, we're, 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 we're spinning the words just a little bit. Um, but the important thing is I want you to understand that those expectations that you have have got to be inspected. And we're not, we're talking about specifically the expectations. Because how many know when expectations are not met, they can cause real serious unrest. Let's start by by taking a look at at the definition uh, for the word expectation. It says, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Let me say that again. A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Now notice, it does not say a strong knowing that something will happen. It says a strong belief. Belief is individual. I want you to remember that. Belief is individual. Now, at the start of this conversation, I mentioned that this is an area which creates extreme emotional unrest. Why? 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 Well, Because if we apply the definition presented for the word expectation, this might be okay if it is simply being applied to ourselves, right? I mean, if you have an expectation of yourself, you knowing yourself and you being in control of yourself can manage yourself toward the achieving of that particular expectation. I'll take it even further. If you are honest with yourself, you will create expectations of and for yourself which are realistic based on what you know and what you can control. I'm going to go even further and say that because it is an expectation you have of yourself. For the most part, you will even be more forgiving and flexible with yourself. Why? Because even if you do not meet the expectation, well, after all, you know your intentions, right? So where does the unrest come from? The unrest comes from the expectations that we place on others. 
And this is obviously most notable in relationships. And these and and it's notable in relationships that are both personal and professional. These expectations are made more complicated by the fact that we have no control over whether or not the other person meets our expectation or expectations of them. And depending upon the area of the particular expectation, we know that not meeting an expectation can have a truly long-term and sometimes even very damaging consequence. So in order to address this, or at least take steps towards success with our expectations, we need to always perform an inspecting of our expectations. Yeah. This inspection looks at expectations from four separate but inextricably connected perspectives. Now, before I go into these, I want you to understand that these can be applied to your personal relationships, right? Significant other, um, however you define your relationship. It can occur between a parent and a child. It can be between a, a boss and an employee. It can be between business partners. It is crucial that we inspect our expectations. The first thing that we want to do is we want to ask, what do I expect from myself? And in asking what I expect from myself, I must be honest with myself about myself. Now again, remember when we talked earlier, when the expectation is just you, on you, you know, you're going to be honest because you know you. But once that expectation involves another person, you must be honest with yourself about yourself. You must not ask more of yourself than you know you're capable of performing. You cannot allow an expectation to ask more of you than you know you're capable of performing. Because remember, when you're wrong, when we don't meet expectations, it leads to tremendous excuse me, tremendous or great frustration. And when it comes to inspecting an expectation, you must be able to say, no, I can't do it. It's so easy in interactions, uh, especially those of the romantic category to get caught up in the moment or caught up in the feeling and say, yes, yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. When you know you on you, no, you can't. And that honesty 
with yourself and with the person that you are establishing this expectation with can be the difference between success and failure in that relationship. So that's the first thing. What do I expect from myself? The second thing is, what do I expect from this other person around whatever this expectation is? A few things. One, it must be specific. Specific. Specifically. In our relationship, I expect you to walk the dog every day. <laughs> specific. And I'm saying walk the dog, but if, if, if it's people in a relationship and they have a pet and it's a dog, what's the expectation? If it's people in a relationship and they both work and money is coming in, what are the, ex- what is the, what are the expectations around money? I specifically expect that when you get paid, you're going to deposit X number of dollars into our joint account so that we can A, B, C, X, Y, Z. It must be specific. It cannot be unambiguous. When when you are conveying your expectation from to to the other person what you expect from them it must be specific it cannot be ambiguous and it must be realistic to the person it is being applied to expecting someone to be able to deliver on a level that you know is unrealistic for them you're setting yourself up for disappointment So your expectation of others, of that other person, business partner, lover, child, friend, must be realistic to the person that it's being applied to. The other thing that we have to look at is What does, now this is you inspecting your expectations, right? What does the other person expect from me? Now, I just said, what do I expect from this other person? What does this person expect from me? What are they expecting? Right? Those first two was me on, first me on me and then me on them, but now I've got to consider what do they expect from me. And in order for me to fully get that, to fully understand it, I must listen to understand, not listen to speak, not listen to debate, not listen to recreate. I must listen to understand. And when I think I understand, I must repeat what I heard and what I understand to confirm that my understanding 
of their expectation of me is accurate. I got to say that one again. I must listen to understand. And once I feel that I understand, I must repeat my understanding of that expectation to confirm that what I believe is their expectation of me, from me, that it's accurate. And along those same lines, I must be able to say, yes, I can, or no, I can't. I mentioned that earlier. The same way that I've got to be able to say yes or no to myself, I must be able to say yes or no to the person that has this expectation for me. Because remember, folks, we're talking about emotional wellness. We're talking about emotional health. We're talking about emotional stability. And, and, and if I am agreeing to things that I know I'm incapable of achieving or meeting, then I am setting myself up. I'm setting the person up for emotional confusion. Confusion. So that was three, right? What do I expect from myself? What do I expect from this other person? What does this person expect from me? And the fourth one is, what do I expect from myself when my expectations are not met? What do I expect from myself when my expectations are not met? Can I honestly accept an unmet expectation in whatever the particular area is that we're talking about. And even further, is is the unmeeting of this particular expectation in this particular area, is it a deal breaker for me? Not deal breaker in the form of false vows. Well, if this happens and this is what I'm doing. No, 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 no. No. Is it a deal breaker in that there's no coming back for me? I'll give you an example. Let's say you're in a relationship and one expectation that you have is that your partner will never put their hands on you in violence. We're also dealing with domestic violence this month. If that expectation is unmet, can you accept that? Is it a deal breaker? If it's unmet, what are you going to do about it? And again, you know, I like to stay away from false vows. You know, I'm going to do this. No. It's important to talk about it when your mind is clear. And these things that I'm sharing are available through a, a, a workshop that I do, which, you know, is available. But it's important to write stuff down. 
This one is extremely important. What do I expect from myself when my expectations are not met? Can I honestly accept an unmet expectation in this area? Is this a deal breaker for me? And if the expectation in this area is unmet, what am I going to do about it? What happens? And we're going to an extreme, right? When we talk about something like domestic violence in relationships, people also talk about infidelity. People talk about misuse of money. If you're talking to your child, if it centers around um, uh, expectations around their conduct at school or respecting hours of curfew or handling certain things in the house, if it's your job, what are the expectations around the time you arrive at or leave work? What are the expectations around the use of company property? What are the expectations around how your time is managed at the job? What are the expectations around performance? What do you do when expectations are not met? What do you expect from yourself when your expectations are not met? Because everything else that we talk about as it relates to, and remember, this is, this is the, one of the key difference areas between expectations that you place on yourself and expectations that are placed on you by someone else or that are agreed upon between you and another person. When you have expectations for yourself, you know, you can dust yourself off, get up, get back into the race. You can evaluate yourself by your intentions. You can, you can forgive yourself and just move forward. But when another person is involved and depending on what that expectation is, that is not met, how are you going to handle that? What do you expect from yourself? When we are setting healthy expectations and then inspecting our expectations, a couple of things we have to do. We got to talk it out, right? This is not just simply a matter of, well, I expect you to, like I said, deposit your paycheck into the account. Da, da, da. No, we got to talk that all the way through. Because how many know when you're when someone's telling you an expectation, you're hearing it. And you're not just hearing what they're saying. You're also hearing what you're saying. You're also hearing your experience. You're also hearing the way you've done things. And if we're talking about money, you're hearing yourself talk to yourself about whatever that thing may be. If it's an issue of, of um, uh, discipline with a child, right? You, you can be talking to your child about an expectation that you have of them and their mind can be someplace completely different. They can be sitting there thinking to themselves, well, so-and-so's parents don't expect that or I can fix, there's all kinds of things going on in a person's mind. You gotta talk it out. And it's not one sentence conversations. You gotta flesh it out. Because the goal is success, but more importantly, the goal is emotional wellness. And if and because expectations 
have such a great impact on that state of wellness, we have to be willing to talk it out. The other thing we got, we got to talk it out. We also got to realize that sometimes lower is better. Hmm? Sometimes in relationships, and I can't, I'm not applying this necessarily to professional settings because companies, jobs, they have a standard. They're in business to be successful. The standard is, is the standard. So you come in, either you can do it or you can't. If you can't do it, well, you know what's going to happen. When it comes to relationships, sometimes you have to lower the bar a little bit. Why? To avoid setting yourself up for disappointment. Now, when it comes to where that applies, I, I would not even, in this setting, go into where those types of adjustments may need to be made. If we're in a, co if we're in a, a coaching session, uh, if I'm working with a couple, um, or even a, an individual, we go into those more specifically. But sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, it is important to not to lower those expectations so you're not setting yourself up for disappointment because your mental well-being is important. Learn to judge by intentions and not always actions. Remember I mentioned that earlier, when it's you on you, oh, you know, you missed it, yeah, Mr. Barr, oh man. But man, it was it's in my heart to get it done, so yeah. That's how sometimes you have to be willing to evaluate misses on the part of the person that you're creating these expectations with. What are their intentions? Are their intentions sincere? Is the bar too high? Do you need to go back to the drawing board and do some reassessing? Sometimes that's necessary and important because the goal is emotional well-being. And then, as always, I'll say to you, when you're doing this, if, if it's in a personal situation, even professionally sometimes, you know, we work with folks in that, in that area, but if it's in a relationship and you get stuck, hey, we just keep hitting, we cannot get some help. Now, if, if, if it's mental uh, uh, counseling, you need to see a therapist because that can be very real. There can be stumbling blocks to your ability to resolve issues around expectations. But if it's that you just need someone to stand by your side and say, okay, let's walk through this together, guys. That's where a coach comes in at. That's where a life coach comes in at. Mastering Your Moments Life Coaching Services. That's my company. You can get help to get through that because your goal is success in the relationship obviously, but the understanding that if the relationship is successful, your emotional well-being is also going to be successful. All right? Talk it out. Sometimes lower is better. Learn to judge by intentions and not always actions. And if you get stuck, get some help. Your emotional wellness is a priority. And that said, that's it for this week. Yeah, we have come to the end of this particular podcast, Inspecting Your Expectations. It's about your mental health, 
It's about maximizing your potential, living life on your terms to its fullest, living your highest version of yourself. Yeah. So until the next time we are together, I want you to remember that the situations and the circumstances in your life oftentimes are not meant to end you, but they are actually meant to expose something else that's inside of you and that something is tied inexplicably to your limitless potential for greatness and that eternal hope that you have. So keep pushing forward. This is your brother, Baruti Muenda Mariana, saying peace, peace to you until next time. And remember, it ain't about the hours or the days or the months or the years, no matter how them years are piling up. <laughs> it's about the moments. So, master your moments. Peace. Thank you.